Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the TNT podcast. And uh if you guys are just joining us you guys would have realized that it's not our usual host BK who's hosting today. It's uh coming from myself Vikas and uh unfortunately BK is uh, feeling a bit under the weather today. Uh nevertheless, we have a lot of interesting topics to cover tonight. And uh hope you guys enjoy it. And let's get straight into the recent results. So, first up, in the 1:30 a.m. fixture, we have Everton absolutely <laughs> beating the Anfield record which was <laughs> held by Liverpool for about roughly 21 years. The and record let's hear from our yes. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear from our resident Liverpool fan, Mr. Tarun. Your thoughts not please. hear from the resident Liverpool fan. Come on, guys. I mean, <laughs> we all know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's a you know, it's not a good game. I I don't know. There's a I'm just running out of words to describe it at this point. It's a very repetitive thing at this point. I I, I really can't think of uh, what's what's going wrong. But one positive thing is that we honestly we did play decently well in terms of attack, defending maybe not so much, but you know that's a that's a uh, it's not something I would expect from Liverpool, but it's been a trend as of late, so not surprised. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like overall, like do you think it's like going to be a long term problem for you guys, or is it just like do you think it's like a problem deep within the club itself or honestly it might be it might just be because uh maybe it's just like you know we're not playing without we're playing without fans so that might be uh affecting us quite uh, negatively it might be affecting the players a lot more than we actually realize like so that's mm. one and we're also missing many key players of course so that could also be affecting the morale on the pitch so now I now I think Hendo is injured also, right? I think. Yeah, I mean we oh, have really? uh, yeah, yeah he we have three regular. Yeah. We have a three regular senior centre backs all injured, and the two midfielders who are covering for them are also injured. <laughs> so <laughs> our only two options are the two players we signed, uh, Ned like Phillips, two weeks right, ago, yeah. as well as uh, Ned Phillips and Reese Williams. Uh. it's not a very convincing stand at this point. But then again, it was looking bad ever since Van Dijk got injured, honestly. Mm. Mm. I, I, I honestly feel it's just going to go downhill at this point. I don't see... Yeah, I, I'm just hoping we can maybe hopefully finish top four mm. and uh, hoping for a good Champions League run. That's about it. So like, that's my, uh, that's was, my expectations for the season. BK was telling me like uh, the other day, like if Klopp finishes out of the top, it'll take him, for him to say Klopp out, right? It'll take him three seasons of Klopp finishing out of the top four or something like that. From, ah, yeah. Do you share the same sentiment? Yeah, I will agree with that. It's uh, it's going to take a, a lot for me to say Klopp out. Like. It's definitely way too early. It's only one uh, bad season. I mean, it's very, uh, a time where we've been very unlucky with injuries. So, yeah, it's uh, not exactly the time to be Jumping to these conclusions. Mm. So, do, do, do you agree also with the whole idea of Roy Keane calling all of, like the bad champions and like statistically, this is the worst defense of a title? Uh, do you agree <laughs> with that? Uh, well, when you see another champion, uh, defending champion that has had to have 18 different center back pairings in one season, then you tell me who's a bad champion. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so because the reason why I brought it up was uh, because a lot of 
Liverpool fans always say that you know you guys are the best ever like Premier League team and stuff. I don't yeah, know if this we have like better. what half the team fit run right now. So mm. it's yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. If you you compare. you were the best ever, right? This wouldn't be causing such a big difference. Like okay, it would I think, difference. but with players like Van Dijk out, it's a bit unfair. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, as as a team, I would say we are. One of the best ever, like if you just look at the first team, if you look at our best players as compared to mm-hmm. the best players of the previous uh, title winners, like the the best title winners, if you compare them directly, I would say yeah, we are one of the best. But uh, oh, when yeah. it comes to squad depth and uh, you know uh, the overall squad size, it's not great. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, what, that's fair. As, uh, I, I first of all disagree with the fact that you guys are the greatest ever title winning squad. Okay, that's okay, a, that's I mean, another debate for another day, but it's okay. Yeah, that's a that's a different <laughs> debate. And uh, a different debate. I, I'm not going to say that we yeah, are the best I, ever. Mm, but we're one, one of one of them. Yeah, I think mm, yeah, I, yeah, mm. yeah, I think your depth is not nearly as good as cities, definitely. Like definitely not. have have the financial backing of their owners, so they are constantly able to Purchase players as and as per their wish, especially with a world class manager like Pep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Thing is, he can just choose who he wants at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's true. Uh, like I personally as well, uh, you know, give City a lot of stick for how they've been spending, but ultimately, it's a it's a good spending. It's not like they're wasting money. They're not just throwing money. They are kind of. they are spending <laughs> on the right players. They are strengthening the right positions, and they have the manager who is. Able to do that, lah. So credit where it's yeah. due. Their recruitment yeah. is more often than not on, uh, absolutely spot on. Uh. Like yeah, the players that they bring in usually do well for them. Yeah. And like, if, yeah, you don't really like you don't really see that with like other they can afford like, it though. That's the thing. They have the privilege. Yeah, to... but even then, you you still have to give them credit for recruiting. Yeah, you see players. the number of failed like players like Ake is like I would say a failure. Like I don't know, Mendy yeah, is a failure. Ake been injured no. for quite yeah. a bit. I know. I think like. They yeah, spent forty million. Like, no, yeah, I, I mean, I thought of they got injured. So yeah. how to how do you like say it's a failure? Just like that. Okay, 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 maybe it's not, not the best. Okay, so, so many other. Okay, I like, think there are other examples as well. Yeah. But uh, what from adding on to Pramod's point, right? I think like for them, they've even if they have failures as players, right? They still have. They can still buy more uh, world class players to actually cover up for the fact that maybe some of them didn't succeed, lah. So that's the. Well, that's yeah, the amount of financial backing they have, unlike maybe Liverpool. Liverpool are more shrewd in their spending, but to be fair, I mean they did a very good job last season in terms of getting the right players and different clubs, different models, I guess. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if you can spend, yeah. you should be spending. Like, it doesn't make sense to not spend. Mm, yeah, definitely. definitely. They are making well. They are make, making good use of their resources. Huh? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so are we done for Liverpool Everton? Yeah, I would okay. think so. As the match itself, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess Arjun's prophecy came true. Came true. The fact <laughs> that <laughs> Duncan Ferguson went mad at the full time whistle and uh, yeah, Mr. Do you think it was a penalty or not, Tarun? Also, oh a, yeah, uh, I would say no lah. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't think mm. so. Because for me, I, I thought it was like impeding his movement in a way. Although he was like kind of going after he fell down, right? After after Trent yeah, fell down, then he still impeded right? the movement. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah there's really nothing you can do from the position, like, like what? Are you just supposed to teleport away? No, <laughs> but like, at the end of the day, you you are stopping a goal. I, I, I think that's a bit harsh. Point. To be, I mean, to be fair, that that was a harsh penalty in my book. But 
Yeah, we were talking that, about the rules last week, right? Like denial of a goal scoring, clear goal scoring opportunity. Like, I guess that was, even though it wasn't intentional. I mean, that's yeah. that's. Uh, th- I think there's a different topic uh, since uh, denying of a. Oh, that's for red card, right? Yeah, it's more of a red card. Red card. Offense. Okay, okay, got it. So okay, okay yeah, this okay. wasn't a red card, of course. Mm. So it's just a question of whether it was a penalty in the first place. Maybe not. I don't know. I've yeah. seen. I've seen some people say it is. I've seen a lot of people say it's not. So, ultimately, it was given. So, there's nothing yeah. else we can say. I mean, now. ultimately, even if the penalty, you guys, I mean, they scored a very good goal in the third minute. So, I guess uh, yeah. it is the evident deserve the win. Uh, and... Okay, la. I wouldn't say they, <laughs> I wouldn't say they deserve the win overall. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you know, they did win this. There's Pickford, nothing else we can Pickford say. This really well. <laughs> yeah, Pickford had a really good performance. Uh. Yeah, he pulled off. He pulled off some top saves. Uh, Six so. saves, I think. Oh, no, not bad. Pretty impressive. Played with them, uh. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Oof, okay. Now you're 16 points behind City, and they have a game in hand. <laughs> oh wow! Ah, so I think so clearly we know who's going to win that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there was any doubt since like. Yeah. Start since of this the year. I think, what's the game? Tottenham game is it? I think since then we kind of cemented on the idea that City are going to win it. Yep. 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 All so right. Money, money can buy you anything in the world. Okay, guys. Uh, let's move on to the Champions League. And we'll talk about the big fixture there. PSG yes. Barca. PSG 1-4-1. So, four, what one. are your thoughts on that? Jesus. What a, what a game. Do you all watch the game? Anyone? Yep. I didn't watch it live. I watched the uh, extended highlights. Uh, yeah. Just really so, amazing. Yeah, I, will, I will say something. Uh, the first thing that really like stood out evidently uh, was like, okay, you see Barca do these two teams. Right? Now there's a team finally who did it to Barca like, in a very like aggressive and like, uh, like, like dismantling manner. And I've never seen Barca, okay, apart from the, maybe the 8-2 in Bayern, but they, okay, like, I'm talking about this season, I've never seen them like, really, broke, like, really break under like, this kind of pressure. And I'm starting to feel like maybe, I think I opened this topic earlier, like whether this match is, a, is, a, is, a, is like a, maybe foreshadowing of what is to come as to what like young players like Mbappe can actually become in the future and maybe it's the end of an era like Messi and we also talk about Ronaldo later la, I would assume but yeah you know p- players like that are like coming towards their ending of their careers or something like that do you think so, Mbappe has like is, or, is already like the beaten pass if you would like to call it is already happening like the fact I, that I think we are in the transition now we are in the China period because okay, I saw this amazing stat like Messi at 22 had three Ballon d'Ors. Mbappe has nowhere close to one. So <laughs> the, gap, the, World Cup. the World Cup is there, that's true. But yeah. the gap is definitely there. But I feel like Messi is so good, like he's superhuman that no one is going to catch him. But definitely Mbappe mm. is next, like, next in line to that throne. Like the, this match was like a bait turn, like, oh, I'm done, I pass the bait to you, like, you take over, that kind of thing. Mm. That's how I looked at it. Like. Although they could have put a better performance. Yeah, this was his record actually. I was just reading up. 252 games, 154 goals, 76 assists. So he averages yes. a goal or assist every 77.7 minutes on average. <laughs> That's madness. Right? And he has won the World Cup when he was a teenager. Yep. It's like quite rare, I think. I don't that think is am- yep, that is amazing. Like The kid is doing bits. Possible yeah, signing. Uh, for- but say what you want. I don't, I don't see anyone winning the Ballon d'Or other than Messi. For next year, maybe next two years. Really? Why do you I say so, though? Why? Yeah. Uh, why? Why are you saying so? I, I don't know. Lewandowski, though. 
Lewandowski yeah, is still producing pretty phenomenal numbers as well this season. Yeah, yeah. I, I would right. argue that Lewandowski is the one that's front runner to win it. Honestly, I was looking at the goals top five <clears throat> goal scorer star, um, charts. So it was like Lewandowski had twenty five goals. I think second was Andre Silva. But I mean, maybe after yesterday that stats changed. I think by uh, there was a Bayern match that took place yesterday, right? So yeah, the the stats might have changed. This was last. This was when I saw it last week and. Uh, Mbappe and Ronaldo were on level with 16 goals each. This yeah, is for winning the uh, Champions like, uh, all, across all goal, across all competitions the number of goals. Oh, so this season. Yes, oh, okay, yes. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, based on that, I mean, I would say Ronaldo is going nowhere first of all. Messi I I wasn't sure where he, where he was on the list, but uh probably quite high up as well. But I think Lewandowski should be front runner to win the Ballon d'Or itself. He, yeah. he should have won last year if they didn't. Yeah, definitely. Him. Yeah, it's really unfortunate for him. I don't know. Maybe it's just you know I've seen Messi win it too many times, but it just feels like he's going to win it again. <laughs> he just he has a lot of support in uh, in the whole community lah. So, so yeah, yeah, just a just he, a. Guy. He also won't feel right if he wins the Ballon d'Or and then he leaves because likely he will leave right because <laughs> then yeah. that kind of doesn't. I also feel like it has to do with success for the club as well. Like Barca are going through a time in quite, I mean, I would say it's quite a bad circumstance for a club of that stature. So mm-hmm. if I think Barca have to win something in order for Messi to get the recognition this season, and yeah, absolutely. personally, I don't see that happening at least for the near. Yeah, I don't think they can. Yeah. Yeah. Although Atletico are dropping points, sir. So the La Liga race is still. Technically wide open, but it would take like a huge upturn in upturn in form for them to like be part yeah. of that conversation. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. Yep. So, any other thoughts on PSG Barca? Now we'll move on to the next topic. We need to talk about Mbappe. What we forgot about Mbappe. Do we just <laughs> what do we just talk about? Bro, we <laughs> didn't talk about Mbappe. <laughs> no, like you have anything further to add? Like no, like they all agree with the fact that he's he's the like the next Messi. I like, think, I don't think he's at that level yet, like. I don't, and I'm yet to see it from him yet. I I still feel like Ronaldo and Messi have a lot to offer. They are not going anywhere anytime soon. I like, still, I don't think he'll reach the level of Messi or Ronaldo. I, I so. okay, that one is more of a prediction, but I I <laughs> yeah, I really don't I, think so. But yeah. I I think it's possible. I I think it's possible. But I feel like he needs to. I think PSG is like I me. Mean, okay, lah. People call the French league as a farmers league, uh, but I think he needs to move to a bigger club, maybe like Madrid or somewhere in the EPL. Because now a lot of players are coming to the EPL. Like I think because of the financial power of many of the clubs in the Premier League itself, more players are coming, more like quality players are coming into the Premier League than maybe uh, we see we've seen in the past few years, lah. So I would like to see him succeed in a different league. And maybe from there we can see whether he's comparable to the Ronaldo's and your Messi's. Okay, good point. Fair enough. Yeah. Mbappe to Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were linked, right? Things, sir. It happened. Yeah, yeah. Right? The link happened, right? We've been linked for like two two windows now, I think two or three. Oh wow, wow that would that be, be an insane signing. That'd be perfect. I feel it's the perfect like replacement. But I feel like you would have to sell like one of your. Yeah, we'll have to sell Salah, I guess. Yeah. What are your front three uh, to yep. offset the financial investment? <laughs> it's like how much would it? Would probably be like what hundred plus. It seems quite cheap for Mbappe, honestly. 
100 okay yeah, i mean his they... market value is like 250 yeah. no no joke oh, wow. <laughs> i'm serious psg psg bought him for 180 i think so i and he's 22 uh, so he's going to skyrocket like he's just gonna... yeah. can liverpool afford that i don't i don't know uh. maybe there's a reason why we've not been spending for like since 2018 <laughs> oh maybe yeah uh. Saving everything. Project Mbappe 2022. Project Mbappe. It could happen, ah, who knows? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see it happening. I don't think Liverpool will spend beyond 100 million in my. I, I would. I don't think I'll see it in my lifetime. Yeah, I feel like Madrid <laughs> is more likely, ah, because they yeah. didn't spend. Yeah. They didn't spend a single cent. I think last time the transfer window. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like I, I, I think that's more probable than uh, Liverpool transfer. They might go like they might go big like next summer. Hmm. Possible. Yeah. Possible. All right, guys. So I think we are done with the Champions League and the Premier League discussion. So moving on to the general topic for today. So the topic today is which club legend would you like to bring back to your current club and help your own club get to the next level? So for example, Man United and Arsenal were the pinnacle of English football years back. And what player do you think can catapult your club back to that level of dominating the league? So we can go at any order. Anyone want to start? Why don't you start? Why don't you get it? Yeah. Started. <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> Wait, I actually have one in mind, lah. If I want to say, but yeah. okay, you can start first. You can start first. Yeah. Okay, no so for me, definitely as a United fan, it it pains to say that our centre back pairing is terrible. <laughs> so oh wow! Definitely Rio or Ferdinand. It's a Rio or Ferdinand. Lord. <laughs> Rio. <laughs> Rio. Ferdinand. Rio. Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Thanks for thanks for stealing my player Pramod. Uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> you could have I think, I think that's why Pramod jumped ahead of you. Uh. He sensed it. Uh. <laughs> wow. The United telepathy. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So okay. That's the really that's the position that really stands out. There's something like something mm. something wrong. Like it's so the 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 quality level is like gapingly diff, like evidently not there. And Vidic and Verinen were like. Probably the best centre back pairing we've really ever seen, in my opinion. So, having one of them there and having Maguire partner him as like a as like a number two to that leader, like prime Vidic slash prime Ferdinand with Maguire as number two, be like amazing. I want to see what happens. But then again, I would say they're not the most. I don't know if they're the most mobile. Like they they don't like like let's say a Van Dijk, right? he can pass the ball forward, he can look for the long pass things like that. I don't know if they can do that in the modern day, which is important, but. I guess for United the main thing now is to stabilize. Ferdinand oh, was a very good ball player actually. Like um he he was that kind of uh, who could find that long pass. Okay lah, then maybe yeah. then I'll choose Ferdinand lah cuz I think Vidic all the pictures I've seen from young was him just putting his nose or like neck on the line and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's more of that that just do anything yeah. to stop. I think either of them would bring such a like a fierce mentality uh, to defending. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen like I've seen like a quote before. Like they said, like Vidic will put his head where many people will be afraid to put their feet. At. <laughs> that's the kind of the still images of him defending all this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah, insane. Yeah. So yeah. just a question. Uh, um, <laughs> if you all so let's say you all bring Ferdinand or Vidic back, who will you drop, Lindelof or Maguire? I will drop Lindelof. Okay, this was an interesting. Okay, so I would like to add on to what Pramod said. So, like, I was watching the the sky, the Monday Night Football. Um, um, Gary Neville was talking about our centre back combinations, and he was yeah, I was he was ripping into Maguire and Lindelof lah. So I'm just looking at a few stats here. So I think 
for us right uh, so for Ferdinand and Vidic who were there from 2006 to 2011 we've considered 0.2 goals per game and kept 49 clean sheets whereas uh, since 2019 we've okay i mean the clean sheets not bad 18 clean sheets but we've considered a goal a game which is clearly a lot more than what they achieved for such a long period of time and this was something very interesting that uh, gay never made this this point like the players in front of um, vidic and ferdinand right were all attacking players you had your ronaldos you had your tevez pauls goals ryan kicks there wasn't really a, oh michael carrick there wasn't really a proper defensive mid as you see right now in the united team we have mctominay and fred protecting your uh, back four both are defensive players i mean yes fred can play the odd pass or odd pass or two lah but apart from that we don't really have much defensive cover to actually protect the back four so you think about it right they had to be of a certain stature to actually get that kind of a uh, get that kind of numbers to back them up and uh, yeah i don't think like it's not even i think like they to me they are the greatest okay for me personally i'm a fan of vidic yeah, so I would agree that. yeah for me vidic is the greatest ever defender in the premier league has ever seen like i mean yeah last year there were the debates about uh van dijk and vidic like, who's better and all that i mean now since van dijk is injured i guess he's not so much in under scrutiny anymore but like but looking at trying van dijk is best versus vidic is best is debatable like now no, van dijk debatable oh i have the stats to prove you wrong for that as well like in terms so, of okay. yeah yeah so basically um vidic 80809 there was vidic best arguably vidic best season versus van dijk's 1819 uh, stats right literally everything almost everything vidic is better clean sheets goals considered blocks interceptions tackles successful tackles last man tackles clearances header clearances mm. only aerial battles won van dijk leads uh, vidic so there is literally no debate here lah i've just ended the debate but so, what i feel is that in terms of elevating a team to the next level right van dijk is up there More, more so than diabetes. Okay, the different circum. Okay, oh. I mean, both clubs are in different circumstances. Boy, yeah. different circumstances. It's more like the mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but it's different. It takes different kind. I mean, both needs winning mentality. I mean, okay, I'm. I know I'm, I like to take the piss at Liverpool, but Van Dijk is a fantastic defender as well. But uh, I, I still think that Vidic is the greatest defender of all time. I mean, I, it's I debatable. Debatable. I never say it's not. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, uh, we've heard from the two United fans. Yes, Tarun has uh, just a, one uh, small little stat for you. In uh-huh. 08-09, uh-huh. Titus Bramble had better stats in everything except clean sheets and goals considered. Then who? Titus, Titus Bramble. Who's this guy? Exactly. <laughs> Isn't he, he the Blackburn guy or something? He had more blocks, more interceptions, more tackles, uh-huh. more successful tackles, more clearances, more okay. header clearances. But I would say Blackburn are like. The team that where were Blackburn? Like, where were Blackburn in the league? Just curious. Just curious. Uh, no plus. If you're, if you're a low block team, naturally your defense is going to do more work, right? <laughs> it it should be the other way around. Uh. Low block teams' defense le- does less work because the whole team in front is protecting you. Oh wait, sorry, you're from Wigan. I I mixed up. Yeah. Oh, it's from Wigan. Yeah. Okay. Wigan were eleven. Mm. Okay. They finished okay, five points below City. Nah. For me, for me, you have to win titles as well as a defender. Like what Ferguson says, uh, attack wins you games, defense wins you league titles. So yeah, uh, okay lah. I mean, fair. You you got to set out lah. Fair fair play lah. But yeah, I have I I can't say anything to that lah. The stats don't lie. But to me, stats, stats, stats are yeah. very misleading form yeah. of comparing defenders, especially. 
Mm, but I mean, how else do you measure though? Like, for, for example, for attacking players, right? You have you have goals and assists, like tangible things to measure. But for a defender, it's very difficult to measure what, how you, how do you measure quality of a defender? Like, it's very. It's I think more... that comes from the eye test, lah. So that for that, we had to watch him, and we and yeah. Vikas watched him. That's why we feel mm. like he's up there, I guess. Whereas like Titans, yeah. don't know who this guy. We don't watch him, so <laughs> numbers are just like yeah. They they like complement the eye test, but for me, the eye test is the main thing. If he looks good for the eye, the defenders said it. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, yeah. Defenders' job uh, is to deal with like like dangerous situations, right? And the best defenders always get the better out of those situations. Like, like I've seen Van Dyke when it's like two v one or three v one, just like easily like hold the backliner when like mm. his other center back is way out of position. Mm. I'm sure Vidic Vidic has done that also on occasion. Mm. So like those yeah, kind of things. Yeah. You can only see from an eye test. You can't really see it from a statistical point of view. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why the stats are a bit skewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Most Mustafi people... had like bet, bet more, a lot more clearances <laughs> and blocks than, than Van Dyke apparently. Yeah. So yeah, it's like. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but we don't see maybe the errors leading to goal also is like a big thing also. Like, like maybe that stat is not shown in that particular page or something. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But just, yeah, just I remember so, yeah, seeing yeah. it and being very surprised. Like. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Titus Bramble had one more error leading to goal than Vidic that season. Ah, oh my god. <laughs> That's why the 11th. Tarun, Tarun yeah. just leveled you. Dude. Oh my god. Well, honestly, <laughs> no. Like what I said, if you're, if you're Blackburn, aren't you defending for your lives every minute? Yeah, I, every I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, to be fair, I wasn't watching how Wigan is not Blackburn, it's Wigan, right? I wasn't watching how Wigan I don't know how Wigan were playing back then. So I not have enough information to actually argue on that point la. but uh, to me at least he's the best defender la, okay that's my opinion hmm. it's, it's also the occasions that he rides up to like Champions League finals hmm. and like Champions League semi-finals like yep like, he, he scores very important goals for us as well that's like a, all the headed goals and like all the important hmm. moments he rises up to is also something that we don't really yeah, talk yeah. about he's a true man you captain la. perfect okay, yeah. I think this debate can't come to an end la, because they're two <laughs> very very good choices so. definitely definitely yeah. Yeah. Ooh, so, all right, who we, are the two we move on to Mr. Arjun I mean, and Mr. Oh, <laughs> we haven't had a chance to say anything yet that's a moment guys you're here to hear this Bramble was player of the year for Wigan in 08-09 oh my was Vidic player of the year? I don't know. He, he I mean, or Ronaldo left already. Ronaldo left 07 08, right? So might be. I'm not sure. So Vidic equals to Bramble. <laughs> Proof. Oh <my> wow. <laughs> so that's what we have learned from the debate today. Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. Bramble is secretly the good. I think I think Darun had a plan to like shoot one of us with his like. <laughs> no, I think it's coming. No, okay. Yeah, I because I see this uh, this debate for defenders a lot, like uh, comparing with mm. uh, stats. So it's just every time that comes up, I have to bring this up. Stats mm. are very misleading when you compare defenders. You can mm. you can you can see stats make Bramble look better in Village. So I, I'm not trying to uh, downplay Village or I'm not trying to promote uh, some Bramble propaganda, <laughs> but I'm just saying that. <laughs> Uh, if you if you look at stats, it's uh you can prove things that just weren't true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I agree. Like, I agree. Yeah, but that's yeah, how you. I, I feel some stats. Uh, some stats also. Uh, what I feel right. Okay. While you, I mean, I agree what you say, but definitely there are some stats which do say you're a good player or not. Like, that's what I think as well. Yeah. So you can't yeah. just completely ignore it. I, I think it's, you need to strike a balance. But, but you're right. You're right. I agree. But mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to your own opinion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tarun and Arjun, what do you guys feel? 
uh, who wants to go first? Tarun, you want to go? Yeah, first? sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, answer is obvious for me. Liverpool fan says <laughs> uh, be Steven Gerrard. Yep. Ooh, controversial. Controversial. <laughs> controversial. <laughs> so okay, okay Bravo. Yeah, would you like to enlighten us? Who would you pick? No, no, no. no you go ahead. <laughs> Tarun, go first. Tarun, go first. We'll, we'll save that for later. You should pick Mark Albrighton. Yes. Yes. <laughs> more logical pick, lah. Of course, there's one more yeah. title than Stevie. Yeah, we got it, dude. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Tarun, go ahead. Yeah, carry on, carry on. Uh, I mean, Gerard was a absolutely fantastic world-class midfielder. Uh, probably my favorite Liverpool player of all time. Hmm. Uh, he was such an amazing captain. So there's uh, there's really no downside to having a player like him in any team, lah. He walk. He, uh, prime Steven Gerrard walk into every single team on the planet today. That's a. Uh, that's yeah. that's a. Uh, I think I I think that's fair. That's yeah, fair, that's, fair, that's fair. So of you course, of course, I would take him at uh, Liverpool, especially when we've seen uh, some matches where we've been flat in midfield. We just haven't uh, had the inspiration. So a uh, player with uh, Gerrard's uh, talent is really going to be a very key part of the midfield. Mm. Mm. He's also like very good in the dressing room and like for his leadership and stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's a such a inspirational player. Uh, mm. uh, he's a very good captain, of course, great leader on the pitch, off the pitch. So that's all going to be uh, better for the team uh, as a whole when it comes to motivation and uh, just overall morale. Mm. I think about players like Curtis Jones and like Reese Williams, Nico Williams. If they had like Jarrah in the team, wow! Imagine a player you yeah, saw growing up, you, you play with them. Idolizing this this player and to right. be playing alongside them, it's of course, mm. always a uh, it's a huge yeah. thing. Even for Trent, I think it's going to be massive. Yeah, mm. of course. He's a he's a he's a childhood fan, right? Of Liverpool, he was yeah, born. He is, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that would be a huge factor. Mm. Mm. All right, moving on to Arjun. Yeah. So, um, uh, with Arsenal in like such a mess, it's a bit hard to pick one. Uh. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I understand. We, we we could do with three or four of them, honestly. Mm, but yeah, uh, the whole Invincibles team. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> definitely someone from the Invincibles team. Uh. Yeah, uh, and, uh, I think most people expect Henri because, like, just because of the, the like the aura that, that he had uh, when he played, and like mm. how important he was to our team, not just as a striker but as someone who could uh, create like chances. Definitely. But uh, yeah. yeah, but for me, it was between either Patrick Vieira because uh, I think I feel I feel I feel like we're still missing leadership in the midfield. Okay. And and it was so it's between him or actually Burkham because the reason why I don't choose Andre is because we already have a pretty good goal scorer in Obama. Yes, he's in pretty bad form right now, but mm. like he's been pretty good for us the majority of his Arsenal career. So instead of choosing Andre, I'm kind of split between Vieira and Burkham. And because both of them would be equally valuable for us. Right now, we have a huge problem with creativity, especially like creating chances on a consistent basis. So that's why ultimately I would go for Burkham because he's someone that just has that magic. Like, you know how Bruno, like he has this moment yeah. of, yeah. of like, like, like he would be quiet whole game. And then like when United needs yeah. some, some, in, some moment of inspiration, he just brings out like yeah. that goal he scored at West Brom. Right? West Brom, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Where, I mean, where did yeah. that come from? I, I was watching the game, like. Yeah, Bravo was just messaging. Yeah. 
Tarawa was just messaging he had a bad game and then he goes on to score the next minute. Literally what Arjun is saying, you can have a bad game and just one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. No, yeah, I'm just saying that. Yeah, that's a that's a great player. That's the hallmark of a great player. You have a bad game. Yeah, and Burkham definitely has that quality to be that kind of player. And there's this quote I remember. It was by an by a former Arsenal player who was in the squad at the same time. His name was John Hudson. He was a I think he was a forward. And he said that if Burkham played in the snow, he wouldn't leave any footprints. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's yeah, that's just yeah, it's a very very good quote because honestly, yeah. it fits him perfectly. Uh. I mean, like, I I never got to watch him like like live, but as an Arsenal fan, obviously you go back and watch all those mm. like classic games, and he's the guy who can he can take out your entire backline with just one pass. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 if you look at the quality of goals, like a lot, of, like the common criticism of him is that. As a second striker, he didn't score enough goals. But if you look at the quality of goals that he scored, right? Only he could do that kind of stuff. Huh? Remember the flick? Remember the flick? The Burkham uh, flick? Yeah, the Burkham yeah. flick. I oh, mean, that, that was insane. Yeah, yeah. like if any other player had done that, right? They would say, oh, it's a fluke. But because <laughs> it was Burkham, right? Yeah, he, he completely meant that. Huh? Like, yep. you just know that he meant it. Huh? So yeah, like a player of his quality would, would inspire the team. Like similar to what Tarun said about Gerard. You know, like, like players like Bukayo Saka, Smithrow, like they are, they are boyhood fans of Arsenal. So can you mm-hmm. imagine suddenly you see like a legend like Burkham like in like playing behind you like that would. Yeah. I feel like that would that would single handedly bring our front four back to former. So yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, for yeah I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good shout, lah. So yeah, Dennis Burkham for me. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Good. This, this idea of uh, you know being inspired by club legends applies to pretty much every club, lah. To be fair. Mm. As long yeah, as yeah, as long as you support a club, you see, like someone yeah. you grew up watching, see them playing behind you, playing in front of you, like on the same pitch as you, that's going to be a huge inspiration. Yeah, it's just going to rejuvenate like everyone. Yeah, I think one important like you see one common trait among everyone, like we suggested, right? Well, they were all leaders, like on their own right. Um, yeah. I don't think Burkham Burkham was the captain. Right? Burkham was the Burkham was the captain for a while. Oh, he was okay. Uh, he was, but he yeah. like. A lot of people think because he's like those very, uh, how's it, technically gifted players. They don't really associate him with like those players that are like you know hard, yes. like like Roy Keane, that kind of players. But he was quietly like fiercer. Like you can you can tell from like the way he the way he performed on the field and like the standards mm-hmm. that he set for himself. You could tell that like, he was very competitive. Huh? And in that way, he's that kind of a silent leader. Silent like, leader, like, maybe like Harry yeah. Kane, like that. yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, honestly, because he was competitive yeah. huh? and he had a bit of fire, mm-hmm. like. If you watch that, he 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 does get involved in like those like scraps and stuff like that sometimes, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was a leader okay. in, that, in that way. Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. Okay, guys. Is that all? Anyone has anything to add? No. No lah. No, I think we're good. Yeah. I think we covered like nicely from all our teams. Yes. Mm. All right. I nice. think this would be like a perfect futsal team. Ah. <laughs> With this. <laughs> With this. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Then. That would be amazing. Okay. Yeah, we just wanted a keeper, lah. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to start another debate. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, to all the fans watching out there, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Shout from the stands. And um, today, the question we asked you was, so not today, sorry. Uh, last week we asked you, uh, name one one season wonder, and um, from the top five leagues. And you guys actually gave us a lot of great answers. And Most uh, of- just the same person <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but that, 
there were also a lot of other unique answers which you guys which will be featured on the show uh, later on so yeah let's get into it so okay first of all many of you said michu uh, which is sort of expected from our side but yeah we don't blame you for mentioning because honestly if you asked us the same question you would have yeah, said the first well. players i think i think that's the first thing that pops up in everybody's mind uh. yeah yep. so yeah we can't really we can't really blame you guys on that but uh we also received a couple of unique players and uh, one such player was uh, ashavin mentioned by hafiz and a uh, friend of the show pravin so so who would like to take this uh, i think as the resident arsenal fan i can <laughs> yeah can i can share the exploits of this russian magician <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um i think he was signed in 08 09 or 07 08 but i think the season that most people remember him for is the 09 10 season the you know the, the the season where he scored four against liverpool yep uh, i remember that that's the yeah, only thing i remember of him i mean that was that was just absolute limbs uh, from like <laughs> four goals is yeah like yeah, yeah insane lah he was a uh, he was like even I, I he thought, didn't I, expect to score i think the way he said yeah yeah <laughs> yeah dude i mean who who expects to go to anfield and just score four casually <laughs> right right yeah, i mean like and the goals yeah, were yeah. all top quality as yeah, thing like They like top corner, like the keeper had no choice. Like he put keeper had no chance. And like, yeah, I was, I, I mean, I was watching it. And I was like, what is going on? Ah, uh? and then <laughs> I was as an Arsenal fan, I was disappointed. We drew the game. Even <laughs> even after all that, like, we couldn't win at Anfield. <laughs> But I mean, that's just classic Arsenal. But yeah, the one of the most I think recognized individual performances in the Premier League, especially in the modern era. I mm. think like. Mm. And like with the commentary and everything, oh, so oh that was insane! Ah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's four. I, mean, <laughs> I, I still remember the Arsenal kit also from the match, the classic oh, yeah. banana. Yeah, is it banana. Yeah. No, it wasn't banana, but like it the was yellow, 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 yeah. yellow, yellow, yeah. yellow kit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he was really good that season. Like, um, he was a very direct player, and that's not something that you usually find in Arsenal. Usually Who do you liken like, him to, like in the modern day, like? I can him in the mode. Maybe like, like, like maybe like a Shakiri honestly, like a Shakiri. Okay. Yeah. Similar stature, like similar style of play. Would you agree mm. Tarun? They like they yeah. like yeah, yeah. they kind of plays that they you know they 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 like to run at defenders and mm. because of because they are of their short stature they have uh, low center of gravity so obviously they can like you know yeah. weave in and out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shakiri is a bit stronger. Like, yeah, Shakiri is a bit stronger, yeah. yeah. Ashwin was, uh, Ashwin was uh, a bit more lean I guess, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he had a very good season. That he's very fast that, as well, right? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. He's like, very quick, yeah. Like he had a very good turn of pace, so like he would catch defenders out pretty easily. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like one on ones, he was actually a very difficult player to def- uh, deal with. Uh. But unfortunately, that didn't it didn't translate to a sustained period of form. After that, after that season, I don't think he really played much, and he was sold soon after. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, I would say a one season wonder. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yes, yeah, that's good. All right, swiftly moving on to the next reply by T Howen, who is becoming well, already <laughs> become I would say the super fan of our show, and he he says this uh, got to be Michu, although Yelovic and Robino probably comes close. So okay, so for I'll be taking this and I'll be focusing uh, on Yelovic. So I think Yelovic is a striker that probably doesn't really come under the spotlight much, but. I think I was looking to actually I myself didn't know he was a one season wonder and I was looking through the stats a bit. And uh, okay, this was the best season I could find of him and his best season was uh partly in the premiership the Scottish premiership and partly in the Premier League. 
and uh, his premiership record was has always been great like uh, i think he played for rangers if i'm not wrong yeah and his uh, and his stats for the season were 22 games 14 goals and 5 assists for the premiership and when he came on to the premier league he was actually had a very good second half of the season i'm guessing he came in the january transfer window and uh, his stats were 13 games 9 goals and uh, no assists but still that's a very respectable record for a player who just came in from the scottish premiership and this was in the 2011 2012 season if i didn't mention it uh, and yeah i think it's a very impressive uh, one season wonder in that aspect and i think he went on to have a decent career at everton and uh, hull city but uh, definitely his 2011 2012 uh, season definitely stands out for me as a one season wonder so it's definitely a good shot from uh, our super fan t howen i just recognize all, our, all the shots are going to be like strikers probably <laughs> cuz yeah it's difficult to find in yeah. yeah yeah but yeah it's a good shot all right even i i don't know much about him but yeah it's a good shot yeah so yeah even i also learned quite a bit about him through this all right so moving on we have at puttu tejas Uh, who commented Grant Holt? Who I have no idea who is and uh, who can enlighten me on this? Yeah, they just thanks for making my job harder. But <laughs> anyway, okay. So Grant Holt, right? Okay. So I have no idea who this guy is. But like, I looked at his stats. Right? Apparently, I won for playing in Singapore for Sengkang Marine. Not gonna lie. What? Oh, <laughs> oh this is interesting. Two thousand and one, Sengkang Marine, twelve goals in seventeen appearances. That's decent. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was talking about. Wait, no, wait, no, is no, this no, the one season? Wonder no, 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 no. That was like before. Then after that, around 2011 or something, 29, 20, yeah, 2010. Sorry, he came to Norwich City. Then oh, he got back to back player of the club, like three seasons in a row. And his stats are pretty solid. Like in today's today's game, if you score this many goals, you're probably hitting the golden boot. Like Abubang won the golden boot like 23 goals. This guy scored like uh 23 goals as well in like 30 something. For oh, 24 goals in 39 appearances in the league one, and then when they got promoted to the championship, he scored 21 in 45, and then he scored 15 in 36. So it's like I would say it's more than just one season, maybe like one and a half, two max. But like yeah, definitely it's a good shout out. And the another fun fact is he retired and he joined wrestling. <laughs> What? That's <laughs> <laughs> so random. Interesting. Like, joined wrestling. Like yeah, I think he's coaching now lah, but. Yeah, he he's a wrestler, but yeah, like he's just those typical like. You just say he's a wrestler. Like, like he joined wrestling for a while, lah. That's uh, why. Wow. Yeah, but he's, he's a man of many sports. Yeah, yeah that's why. Right. I think he's been well at Stoke City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean to be fair, I look at his stature; like six feet one. He looks big, like massive striker. And in those days, when you play four four two, that you need that kind of strikers. So, I would say he's a perfect fit for like. Those kind of times, but I don't know if he's the best striker in the modern day football. You need to be more techy and like maybe mm. more like. But but definitely from his stats, he's definitely the the one season wonder. Okay, nice. Okay, moving on to our last shout for today. Uh, at Gokul Seventeen, who is also a friend of the show, and he commented Dimitri Payet. So I think we only have one person left. Tarun, please take it away. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, Gokul, for saying Payet, because this has opened up a, a, a certain, uh, I wouldn't say it's a can of worms, but it's a bit of a debatable topic, I would say, because uh, if you look at 
his stint in the Premier League alone. Then yeah, he's uh yeah he's a one season wonder. He played in uh what was it fifteen sixteen? He was very very good because he had uh, nine goals and twelve assists in the league alone that season. That's very impressive playing for West Ham. And then sixteen seventeen, he was a significant drop. He didn't play much either. So uh yeah, there was a pretty good drop in uh, results. So if you look at Premier League alone, isolated, then yeah, arguably he is a one-season wonder. But if you look at his career after that, when you move on to uh, his uh, time in France at uh, Marseille, he has consistently been a, a good performer. He is consistently putting up uh, the goals and assists that is uh, required of a midfielder. So I don't really think it's fair to call him a one-season wonder, especially since... Uh, most of his career has been taking uh, taking place outside of England. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sorry, Gokul. I have to disagree with you on this one. <laughs> I think I think I think maybe Gokul meant it in a way like the way he elevated the West Ham team with his free kicks and his like moments of brilliance was like worthy of the title once in one. If you know what I mean. For the one season, the stuff he did, everything was to go incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, yeah. Of course, that's uh, that's that's valid. Yeah, it's you have to. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with that as well. He has been, he was a very inspiring player for that one season. His free kicks and uh, just his technical ability as a whole. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually watched him in uh, playing for Marseille, so I don't really know if he's still doing that. Might be. So if he is, then uh, you know, it's not fair to call him a one season wonder anymore. Yeah. What do you all have to say? <laughs> uh. Okay lah. I to be fair, I not I haven't done enough. I don't know enough about Payet to make a comment whether he's a one season wonder. But at least from what I remember, he was. I I I can see what Pramod is trying to say. Like his free kicks, in the the way he elevated West Ham definitely uh, puts him as a good candidate for a one season wonder. But yeah, I can also see Tarun's point. Lah. I'm giving a very diplomatic answer here. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I've I'm a bit on the fence for this. Yeah. Arjun thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see both sides. But then, I think overall, I still do agree with Taruna, because um, if you look at his performances for Marseille, is I wouldn't say. I mean, obviously, he didn't reach the heights of what he achieved at West Ham, but he's still a mm-hmm. pretty good player. I, I don't think he's like completely like, like gone, gone stale as as a player, because he's yeah. uh, he's still yeah, regarded as uh, massive. Yeah drop off in uh, mm-hmm. his performance or anything after yeah exactly yeah so i still think he's he's better than a one season wonder but if you if you think strictly epl then yeah i guess yeah it's, it's fair to say that he was a one season wonder mm. yeah is he even in the french team now i don't even know i don't think so i don't no, think so exactly. yeah mm. i remember there was mm. one euros tournament where he he was playing regularly right and then he was... scored that free kick yeah it was when he was in oh. the premier league yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it against this? Yeah, Euros, I, I U- against Ukraine, is it? I think he's called like some I, so. last minute winner. Yeah, yeah. equalize something. I forgot, but it was a very nice goal. It was a long range goal, I think. At that point, he was still like like being very hyped up. Uh. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. When you hmm. left, I, if I'm not wrong, when he left West Ham, he was he ended on a high and like it was something doing. He actually okay, he ended on a as in high in terms of his performance, but yeah, he, when was. he left. Oh, yeah, he yeah, left yeah. on bad terms. I don't think it was a very, very, very was, yeah, yeah, very bad. Terms. He said something like, "I'm better than the club," and he left, like literally. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, if I'm not wrong, what you said was he didn't want to spend his time playing in the bottom half of the Premier League. Oof. Yeah, which Ooh, is wow. quite like a lot of fans, West Ham fans were like quite like what yeah, kind of, of player does it's like, gonna piss them off. Man. Yeah, they were like, I don't want you like if you treat us like that, then just mm. <laughs> all right, guys. I think we have to move on. Okay, so that concludes shots from the stands. Thanks guys for your active participation and uh look out for our Insta page to participate in the next week's uh, edition of Shots from the Stands. Now, okay, now I'd like to talk about the Man City Arsenal. Uh, match which is taking place Ooh, no. tonight, uh, <laughs> and uh, we just have a quick score prediction. Uh, let's start off with our Arsenal fan itself. Ooh, uh, we are in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we, let me just like read out some stats for you guys. Uh. we've lost the last seven games to them in in the Premier League. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, so <laughs> wait, hold but, on. But Everton managed to. Do yeah, 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 I know. But, but but Liverpool are in a bad moment now, and Man City are like in their form of their lives. So. Mm. And um, Man City are unbeaten in their last 10 games in the Premier League against us. And they scored twice at least in nine of those games. So. <laughs> that yeah, that's uh, not good. Players in general or anything for this? Uh, City, yeah. okay. The thing is, because City have helpful. Yeah, but for you. Oh, Arsenal. I mean, Arsenal, I don't... Other than that, party, will, that will also determine my score, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, whether it's four or five, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arsenal? If you don't have like... Yeah, yeah of, course, of course. Of course. Yes, yes, of course. That's of exactly course. what I meant. Uh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. What I was trying to say is that um, usually at the Emirates, they, they just absolutely clobber us, uh, especially under Pep. Because for some reason, we think that we can park the bus against the the best creative team in the in the in the country, <laughs> which I still can't wrap my head around. <laughs> so yeah, I I think it's going to be a straightforward, comfortable victory for City, especially with the form. Yeah, yeah I straight. I predict yeah I predict three nil, and then for the scorers, uh, I'll say Sterling, Foden, and Gundogan. Yeah, so that's yeah, this guy went as far as the scorers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I can just see it coming. Uh, like honestly, do you, do you also want to predict which minute they will score? Yeah, sure. uh, so, so uh, second minute, David Luiz Ricard. <laughs> Third minute, Sterling misses the penalty, but then he passes off Leno's head and goes in. <laughs> One in. Then, uh, if we... this actually happens today, yeah, no, the, honestly, I can see it coming. Uh, like, let me, yeah, so, the, uh, so we defend for our lives until like the, the end of time of, of first half. Then we make a stupid back pass. Uh, then Gundangan runs onto it and then chips our keeper. Unil. Oh dear. <laughs> then <laughs> second half, same thing. We park the bus while creating one chance that we that we hit the bar, of course, because it's Arsenal. And then <laughs> and then 90th minute, they 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 break they they counter us and then it's a two-way one. The guy uh Gundagan sweats it to Foden and then it's three nil. Then yeah, we are in the match. Oh, wow, this is actually match commentary, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I and I can tell that all of you can believe that this will happen. Huh? I actually believe it. Especially <laughs> the thing. I see David is getting a red card or making some stupid mistake for some reason. Yeah, yeah, this so happens, I'm betting my money or whatever. Yeah, I so that's, that's my comprehensive uh, match matters. analysis. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for the rest of the guys, I think you just quickly, just one line score prediction, then we'll move on to the next segment. So, yeah, okay, yeah, for me, it's from gonna be, yeah, for me, it's just going to be comfortable. So maybe like, I would, I would say 4, la, 4 nil. Sounds like a nice number. La. <laughs> 4 nil, 4 nil. Yeah. Arun? 4-1 uh, City win for me. Okay, I'm going to defy the odds by saying that Arsenal are going to win <laughs> 1-0. Whoa. Just to add some spice to this. Uh, maybe, it's, uh, 
go and tell us who's going to score who's going to tell us who's going to score uh, it's going to be Ayo Saka because he's he's on my bench in FPL. Of, of course. <laughs> and knowing my luck, knowing my luck, he's going to score, and I'm not going to get any points. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'll be sick, uh, but yeah, I just yeah. Think it's happening. <laughs> okay lah, okay lah. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, if you want to see Vikas's amazing FPL feats, please do join oh. our FPL. Yes. Uh, we'll be putting up the link, or you can uh, check out our Instagram page for it as well. And yes. while there, please follow us also. Yes. <laughs> yeah, guys in case you don't know we are on spotify we are on instagram and we are on youtube so don't forget to follow us on both spotify and instagram and like and subscribe to our youtube channel okay guys yeah. swiftly moving on to the next segment which is our weekly segment the l of the week so any takers l of the week I have. Uh, I'm, my mind is going Liverpool, but I don't want to keep doing that. <laughs> it's, my been mind a, is going it's been Barca. a trend for the last, past few episodes. I would say Barca is a very good shot. Yeah, Barca. Actually, no, no. My mind is going uh, Juventus. Juventus? Oh, oh, good shot. Interesting actually. shot, actually. Yeah, but, but is it truly an L when like, the last minute penalty was not a penalty? Like, you're supposed to be a oh, penalty. But... Did you see? Did you guys? Did you guys see the highlights for the match? Did you see Ronaldo's uh, one touch? Definitely was. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, that, that was, was insane. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know how that's not a penalty in a million years, but yeah. Okay, it's but a, yeah, it's a good shot that Juventus never like. Kept yeah, I, I guess okay. I mean, in the, as far as the result is concerned, absolute result is concerned. I think that's a good shot for the L of the week. So I mm, think I is everyone agreeable to it? They should be winning, lah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But I think they, I, I still see them. I still see Ronaldo. I think eventually they'll still they'll still win. The yeah, next yeah probably still qualify too. I'm a bit scared. Uh, if Juventus fall out, Barca fall out, the only teams yeah. left are PSG, Bayern, and Man City. And if Man City win it, and they probably are, probably are going to win the league and the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, it's a freaking domestic quadruple. <laughs> yeah, they are on no, for historic season actually. This is ridiculous. And the, considering the fact that they started so badly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were losing to Leicester. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect. No, no disrespect to Leicester, but yeah. Okay, yeah, but so uh, are we agreeable that L of the week is for Juventus? Yeah, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now moving on to the dub of the week. Any takers? Oh, yeah. that has to be Mbappe for me. Mm. Yeah, actually, yeah. I think in Camp Nou against the mighty Barcelona, nothing can. No matter, no matter how bad Barcelona get, to score a hat trick against them at Camp Nou is always. Uh, it's a, yeah. something like a historic feat, if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I think it's hard. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that third goal his finish was absolutely ridiculous. Huh? It was like, amazing. Oh the yeah. Stegen had no chance. I mean, no keeper. Was like he ended the top corner, right? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> How yeah, do you yeah. save that? Huh? That's unsafe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we yeah. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I think that is uh, impossible to debate against, lah. <laughs> okay. So that concludes our show for today. And uh, if you haven't already followed us on Spotify and Instagram, do do so. And uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, I think that's it from us. Thank you and hope to see you again soon. See ya. All right. See you guys. guys.